Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Shit bowling ideas back and forth. Hippie science. Right. right. It's not science science. It's almost like I'm trying to call for just people to just be better. That we could have some kind of study on these type of people. Her mother was on board, I guess. Of course yeah. she was. She got pre-room and board and didn't have to fuck the man to do it. <laughs> Our devil's advocate type stance here. See you, Jessica. And you're Seth. And this is the Hippie Science Variety Hour. So here we are on the porch on a beautiful autumn afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And in lieu of an actual topic today. <laughs> we're <laughs> we just need gonna, a break. Yeah. Uh, so we thought maybe maybe once a month or so, we'll just do a show, uh, just kind of talking shit, to show you guys the real genesis of the idea for this podcast anyway. A deeper glimpse into the porch. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Something like that. So we, I mean, we've always just sat around talking shit. We've done it. I mean, we've, we've talked about that on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah. But just the an episode of us. basis of our friendship. Yeah, an episode of us just wandering around whatever we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that'll be fun to do every once in a while. I think so, too. I mean, people might love it. People might hate it. Yeah, and if you hate it, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> if you hate it, volunteer to do the editing, okay? That's what I can say. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Because your girl would have a lot more research time <laughs> if I yeah, wasn't really. editing. So, yeah, here we are. Here we are. And you're just going to I'm just gonna throw flounder it to like that? I'm going to throw really? it to you. <laughs> Bullshit. No, I'm, sir. I'm throwing it to you because I know how awkward you get. So awkward. I don't yeah. like that. I know. Like It's so fun for me. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. So something, something we were talking about earlier was these... Um, these alternate reality games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you were you were talking about a certain very popular figure that looks like he's starting a cult. <laughs> <laughs> right? Can we say his name? Let's not. He's gone okay, can we drop hints? I mean like He's got cool shoes. Ooh. People really like his shoes. Those shoes are hideous. People really like them. That's because they're in a cult. No. Yeah. I don't think so. Those I think people just like them because they're trendy. Are cute? There was a time when I would have worn some. Are you serious? Yeah. I just lost so much respect for you. Well, that's fine. I've never had any respect for you. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but, wow. You would have worn those ugly things. Mm-hmm. Okay. My sister had a, a pair of knockoff ones. Ew. Yeah. Ew. I was thinking about getting a pair of knockoff ones. Mm. Yeah. Well, I needed some new, like tennis shoes that's insanity they were like 25 dollars oh mm-hmm. i mean 25 bucks isn't bad to waste no but for him First, and i would have legitimately used them for like running shoes i've le- i've seriously just always taken a issue with who he is as a person like i don't i don't get down with the the directional person the directional person yeah you know, north, south, east. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's close enough. One of these things yeah. are missing. <laughs> no. So, I heard about this crazy video game, you know, by this great YouTube channel called Nexpo. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I'm happy to plug this YouTube channel, too, because he, he's got great content. Short for Nightmare Expo. 
Okay. Um, he makes these videos called disturbing things from around the internet. And, you know, some are better than others, but some of them, he does this weird thing that makes it, there's this weird blend of weird, like, paranormal type stuff that got caught on camera. But oh, then, I think I've seen some of his. He yeah, does, but like, then, haunted um, videos across the internet or, like, scariest ghosts caught on video, that kind of thing. Sort of, but sort his, of. Is, his is more... He blends, like, there'll be some, like, weird paranormal type stuff, and then there'll be real things, like, the one that really freaked me out was this, uh, 911 call that they actually now use as, like, a, an example when they're training those people to, to be 911 operators, Mm -hmm. and the operator didn't get the woman's address who was calling, and she calls, saying, Hey, there's someone creeping around outside my house. You need to send the police. And she's getting more and more agitated, and they ask for the name and this kind of thing. And then it cuts to, like, a scream, and then the call ends. And this is a fake call? No, it's a real call. Oh, it's a real call. That they okay. train 911 operators now to... Not do. To, to get the address first. Okay. So before you get any Location. other information, you find out the address that the caller is calling from. Mm-hmm. And they didn't on this call, and it seems a lot like the woman got killed, and they don't even know where it came from. Oh, ooh, ouch. Yeah, so that was... a hard lesson to learn. Yeah, that was thrown in with, you know, a couple of other really creepy videos, and it just sets the mood so perfectly to get you a little creeped out, and then there's that 911 call. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the last clip of the video so it just leaves you like a little creeped out and then the video ends with you being like oh yeah sometimes people just come in your house and kill you (laughs) (laughs) right so i was i was i was real creeped out i I, I was i walked around my house armed (laughs) that was seriously a real fear of mine when i lived alone yeah like a single woman living alone and a creepy fucking neighbor with a badge. Like, I just knew I was going to come up missing sometime. Yeah, well, we better not get too deep into that. <laughs> no. But, really, so that type of shit, I mean, it, it freaks me out in a new way. Since that video, that's been a few weeks now, I've been, like, way more up on, like, home security. You need to be, though. Yeah. Like, I think a healthy dose of fear and when it leads to alertness mm-hmm. especially about like situational and your safety in your home is a good thing yeah i mean i've even like when i stay over at other people's houses i like before i go to bed i'll check the locks at their house good yeah because it's just whew. there's creepos out there there man. really are there really really is a lot so yeah so moving on beyond that that channel he also digs into what what they call alternate reality games online now so you know people will they'll start youtube channels and they'll have a whole narrative written it's it's like they wrote a whole movie and they know what they're going to do from the very start but to support the youtube channels they'll also go 
and make like Instagrams of fake people mm-hmm. and build up those Instagrams and get followings on them yeah. and start Twitter feeds and even like make blogs just to support it, just to make it seem like these are actual real people. And then in the videos, it'll have the people getting kidnapped or yeah. um, like a long like there's one I can think of where this girl's like she's just like a vlogger. And they That's do a one lot. That I'm thinking of. Yeah, they do a lot of vlog videos of just her, and then creepy stuff would happen. Like, not too far into her vlog, she starts complaining about someone who parks across the street from her apartment, and they don't turn their lights off, so the lights are shining into her window, mm-hmm. and it just gets on her nerves. But it happens so frequently that she starts being like, you know, this person specifically is doing this. And then she realizes, oh, that's a person sitting in the car with their lights pointed at my window. Watching me. Yeah. She starts making more and more references in that direction. Mm -hmm. And then eventually she gets kidnapped. And then videos will- Did they kill her brother in that one? They kill her brother in that one. Yeah. I know which one you're talking about. We'll have to find it and link it now. Oh my God. It's fucking terrifying. Because it really looks legit for a while. There's one that I just thought of. I didn't think about it earlier. But there was this channel and this girl like ate raw seafood and stuff. Oh yeah, and like, I know that they one. They had her tapping in Morse code, like saying "Help me, help me." Yeah, yeah. and it really—I mean—and it looked. I don't, I don't like, think they've ever completely figured out if that's. I don't know if fake it's ever been debunked. It's creepy as shit. Super creepy. Yeah. Number one, I didn't even know those channels existed. I didn't either. Just, apparently, that's a thing YouTube of people eating holes. seafood. Do what? That's just a thing of people eating like gargantuan amounts of food on YouTube. It's so weird. Is That's a fetish a thing. It has to be a weird fetish it's thing. It's got to be a sex thing. Yeah. It has to be. It's just technically YouTube safe. It's gross. It's disgusting. It's, ugh. Ugh. I just, I mean, if that's your thing, that's fine, but ugh. Right. So I think some of these alternate reality games are so good that a lot of really conspiratorial minded people yeah. see that what's happening in the alternate reality game as actual reality. Okay. When really, it's just like another, uh, most of it's kind of horror driven. Mm-hmm. So it's really the new way to make horror. It's the only way to make horror scary anymore, really. Because we're so desensitized. Yeah. Like we've seen. Until someone can come up with a truly novel, scary idea for a movie. Until there's a new monster. Like, yeah. Until there's, there's not be. a monster that no one had thought of at all before. Right. Which, um, James Wan, the guy who made Insidious, mm-hmm. he's supposed to be. He supposedly has some grand new idea. Really? Yeah, but we'll see. Okay. Interested. Yeah. They're also remaking The Grudge. Oh, why? Already. Why? Yeah, why? No idea. But they're remaking it. They're completely rebooting it. I mean, wasn't that just like two years ago? No. That they redid? They no, did a new one? No, no, no. You're just too old. I'm that not too old. That was the 2000s. Old. Oh, whoa. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. No, I thought they released like The Grudge 2 or some shit like that a couple of years ago. I don't think so. We need a Jamie. Jamie, look it up. Jamie, look that up. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, how great would it be if we could use your nephew for that? Oh, that would be great. <laughs> it would be adorable. Oh, that would be great. You'll have to ask him. He loves you more for some reason. Well, I'm cooler. You're just to say he's hero right now. I should be. I should be everyone's hero. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it makes me sick. 
Yeah. Well, you've been sick long before you knew me. Yeah, no, but different con. Mm. Yeah. Sick, sick. Sick, sick. Yeah. Exactly. But I really do. I think that's a, a thing that's going on. I think there's so many things like that because we're in a we're so in an you age think that <clears throat> some creator content is getting so realistic that it's blurring the line between reality and this. I don't know if I entertainment alternative. So it's making all the alternatives possible. I think some of them are so good at blurring the lines that a lot of people can't parse it out that it makes it easy to yeah okay go because there's one that i'm thinking about now it's called um nexpo did a collab video with another channel called Ooh, i really want to be able to say the channel i'd really like you to be able yeah. to too Let me, i'm gonna break the podcast rules and get my phone i mean who says we have rules i do oh uh, we do Look, I might if we were sitting those. here fucking around on our phones while we're trying to record. I mean, we're really good about being a semi-professional. Semi? Yeah, semi. absolutely. We're very good at being semi-professional. Right. We try. Yeah. I um, attempt. So while you're pretending see. to be young Jamie, do I need to try to not flounder on Mike? No, because I'm, I'm pretty close already. Okay, because that's going to ask a lot. Yeah, you'll flounder. I'm you, going you to. You just have no personality. I do, uh, too. You can't really you can't really carry a show yourself. So. Whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, hmm. I got it. Okay. So, Nexpo made a video with this channel called Atrocity Guide. I haven't heard anything you've said because I'm giving you devil stares. What? That's fine. I don't really believe in the devil. So, hmm. <laughs> uh, Atrocity Guide. Um, and there's this search term that apparently would get people fired from their jobs, uh, like, um... Baby dicks? No. No, it's called erratus. Erratus? Yeah, E-R-A-T-A-S, I think. Okay. So... What does that do? So, if people on their work, if they're at work and they're using a work computer, Mm -hmm. and they use the work servers or something to... What? I love. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got the giggles about you explaining to me at like a kindergarten level working in an office because I've never done it. That wasn't what I was thinking, but <laughs> it's how it came across. Sure. But this is a thing where no one could really find out what it was. Yeah. And if they looked up Eratus on a work computer, mm-hmm. they would be fired. Oh. That's it. Have you yeah. ever searched it? Yeah, they do a whole video about how when you search it, you can't really find anything. Nothing? No, not really. So some people were saying it was an HR program, right? Okay. But if it was just some HR program and all you had to do was look it up, look it up to get fired, I mean, that's fucking crazy. I'm like, so confused. Your employer shouldn't... I don't think they legally can just have a, a policy that applies to you that you're not allowed to look up and read. I think that's... I'm pretty sure you can't look up porn at work. Like that that's not seems porn. Like it's a rule. Yeah, you can. Yeah, but that'll be in the employee handbook. Okay. Right. It'll say. Oh, so this is an unspoken rule. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. And people believe this. Like, is this a real thing? Yeah, that's the question. 
Because right? it's not really filtering through a logic filter well for me. Like, I don't, I'm not. Well, there's a lot more to it. Okay. Okay. So, online, people got wind of this. Someone put up this this post talking about asking if anyone knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Because they worked at some place where they were, like, moving boxes around or something. And they found a box with the word erratus written on the side of it. And they had okay. to tape it up. And then a manager saw it or something and said, do not open that box. Do not ever talk about seeing this box. Do not ever say that What kind of company it was it? Do we know? Or is it just a just like some, company? Yeah, I think it was related to a warehouse or something. Okay. Yeah. So this woman who saw it, I guess, then goes and talks to her friend like this really weird thing happened. There was this box just said Erratus. Have you ever heard of that? Do you know what that would be? And he doesn't know. So then that guy goes on 4chan Mm -hmm. and he starts explaining this scenario on 4chan and people start talking about it. And that's where the HR thing turned up. And as people started looking into it, it then connected back to this youtube channel where the person was obsessed with their word erratus but they had to like hide it in videos like they couldn't put the title erratus in the video mm-hmm. because um it's like a buzz tag word or something. so what started happening is when people were discussing it on 4chan posts would start getting removed oh and youtube channels start like multiple youtube channels got shut down oh. when they were talking about it hmm. like long-standing YouTube channels would make a video saying, what is this that people have been talking about? Because it seems mysterious. And then channels would get shut down. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. What so is it, this? Yeah, exactly. So it seems like... What do they not want us to know? <laughs> exactly. What do they not want us to know? But also, just like other alternate reality games, what if it's this them making a shitload of users and then deleting the user... Sponsoring a video it. on another channel to get uh-huh. it removed. Yeah. Oh, that's some like mastermind. That's a genius. Yeah, but some of these ARGs really go that deep. Right, right. I mean, no, they'll make. I totally see what you're saying. I'm yeah, they'll make hundreds of users. Appreciate the <clears throat> intelligence that has to come to be able to orchestrate that. Holy yeah, that's shit. real. That's real artist shit. Yeah. Like, you really have to be a... Because they're not making money off of these. All of these happen on low-followed YouTube channels. Right. They're which, like scarce channels. Yeah. And and what's even crazier is they'll go and build up the users, like the person who's doing the vlog. They'll go and make a Twitter profile or an Instagram and build that up bigger than the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the characters in it will have bigger... Um, like a bigger following, a, big, a bigger presence mm-hmm. than the actual channel where the thing's going on, so that they look that much more real. Right. So, fucking that's nuts. Genius. Yeah. I'm so, like, that's whoa. Like, I respect it and fear it at the same time. Mm-hmm. The level, the level of detail that Nexpo and Atrocity Guide had to go to to find this stuff is insane. That's it's it's over an hour long. The oh, video wow. where they're breaking it apart and it goes off into this weird like there's this band called the KFC Murder Chicks and they only make videos uh, they only make music from obscure YouTube channels where you grab sound clips and make songs 
Okay. Yeah, and it has to be on extremely obscure channels. It, it, it's just a whole big confusing thing. Mm-hmm. And one of the songs from the KFC Murder Chicks mentions the channel of the guy who was slipping erotic stuff into his videos. Oh. Yeah. And then when someone directly asked the KFC Murder Chicks about that guy, they said, don't worry about him, he's fine. This is the juiciest game of Clue I've ever listened to. Exactly. <laughs> so that's part of the fun of it, yeah. is that it's actually kind of scary. Yeah, it is. But it's a mystery. Yeah. And you participate in it, but it's also something you watch. It's like the new er, I would say, newer, because they've been doing it, this kind of stuff, since like Blair Witch, you know? Right, yeah. But it's, it's Which blew to me, my world up. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It blew a lot of people's world yeah, up. Yeah, it did. To me, it's it's the new frontier for horror. I see what you're saying. But yeah. we live in a situation now where there's so much corruption in just the systems in which we live God, that yeah. people don't know what to believe anymore. And because of that, people get so conspiratorial that they don't trust anything. Mm-hmm. And then you have this kind of content coming up. There's not many conspiracies you could not almost convince me could be true and there's not many that you could convince me could not be true you know like there's i could go either way on on most of them yeah i know you're crazy (laughs) (laughs) fair enough yeah but that's just it's one of the most interesting things about this time right now and I, honestly, I think it's the reason we're having as much trouble culturally as we are, because this is a turbulent time. It really is. Very it's divisive. very turbulent. Mm-hmm. And I think just with the level of access to information that we have, like we had a system that flourished in its own corruption for years and years and years before people could really dig into it. Yeah. And now it's like all of a sudden we're getting all this information about all the shit that's been going on. Mm-hmm. And I mean, people feel like they can't trust the things... That they should be able to trust. Well, that's because Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> Look, certainly doesn't seem that way. <laughs> I mean... Oh, when, you know, they charged a couple of the prison guards. Yeah, I saw that. For not watching him or some shit. Everybody's making memes now. Um, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you start getting into things, okay, I'm just going to talk from a personal level, Okay. When you start getting into things where Epstein didn't kill himself, when you get into something like Lyme disease where it has been disclosed, it is a bioweapon to the point where there's movements in the Senate to get the government, you know, to move the government to disclose that's what's happened. Yeah, see, I I pump my brakes on that. I haven't done any research about it being a bioweapon and they weaponized it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, you can say that. I can say that. You can say that. I'm not going to say that. I mean, the scientist that discovered Lyme disease said that. Okay. Willie Bergdorfer. Bergdorfer. Right. Look, that's fine. I'm still not going to say that. I'm, I'm not saying you that, have to. That seems real far out. I'm not saying... I'll give you the book. Look. That has all the research People can it. write Like, books. there's several. I mean, people can write books that are full of shit, too. Yeah, but when you're actually having the research paper from the NIH, from the scientist that was weaponizing it, it kind of starts adding up to all signs point to yes. It does. Look, I haven't looked into it. I know. I'm just. I haven't looked into it. And that's. Ooh, 
Like that's some serious shit. That's the one that I've had that I've talked to. I mean, I've talked to you off this, obviously, that I've had such an emotional hard time with with interviews and stuff like that lately because it's geared around that with my work in the Lyme community. And that's a hard fucking pill to swallow. That's a real yeah, I mean, I can, I can see how it would be, but I can also see. Right. And I'm not I'm not doing this to disparage anybody. Right. But I can also see how that would be just because of the the resistance for a lot of mainstream science to study it the way that they should. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people get mad, you yeah. know, and all of a sudden, well, this is clearly just a fucking bioweapon when really I just didn't want to funnel money toward the research. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I wasn't someone that went into reading any of those books thinking that it was. I went into it thinking this has got to be some crazy conspiracy that has got to be the furthest thing from what could be possibly happening. I understand. And after reading, it was Cure Unknown, Bitten, and there is another one. Oh, crap. I can't remember the other one. But those two are the ones I'm remembering. But well, look, after as reading always, those, it was rough. As always, let's say, you know, people shouldn't take our word for anything. Right? No, not at all. They should do their own research. I mean, I just literally finished saying that you could get me to not believe any conspiracy I do with evidence. I'm not yeah. sold on it. I got you. I'm just saying, like, from the research I have been presented, it's very compelling to believe that it's a possibility. Okay. Yeah. So, moving on past <laughs> being crazy. Moving on past you being a fucking wacko. I'm not a wacko. Fucking wackadoodle. No, no, no. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I really do... So, obviously, that's the kind of corruption we're talking about, though. Right. Right. So, whether that's true or not, right? And I'm not trying to say it's not, but I'm also not saying it is. You're saying you haven't done enough research. I'm to saying I haven't done opinion. any research. Right. That's what I'm saying. I haven't done any research other than you in a rage, pissed <laughs> off about something else, then saying, then they did this fucking bioweapon on me. <laughs> which, then they replaced them. Yeah. So, it's their fault. I've said some terrible things after reading and, yeah, I've said some terrible things. That yeah. That fires me up. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, which is so annoying. Uh, whatever. I mean, it's not that far-fetched when you look at things like the Tuskegee Project that is the Tuskegee experiment or whatever, that it's true. You know, I mean, yeah. why is it so far-fetched for to believe that the government we know hasn't done the same things the government, you know, like at that time did? They're the same fucking people. Well, this is the problem. Exactly. Right? It's we're in an we're in an age right now where so much bad shit has been done that we can't. It's it's too easy to believe they're doing more bad shit. Right, and I it's mean, hard to trust the ones that are doing good shit. Exactly. Like I mean, all the people who. I mean, people like people like you, who, don't want to take any medicine. Right. Right. Certainly, there are medicines that are good. Probably, I'll give you that. The fact that you say probably is the problem, <laughs> right? Yeah. 
Certainly there are medicines that are good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Penicillin. Okay. Penicillin's not good. I'm not saying it's not good. Okay. They can be used poorly. Right. I feel like there's... I can't trust something that much. I just can't. Like, I don't have it in me. Yeah. See, at this point. But and it's you, because like you're of at my the experience. Point, you're at the point now where you don't trust, like, double-blind, peer-reviewed studies. I mean, I trust them for somebody else. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, this is my real fucking problem. And this is really the main point of, like, contention we reach. Yeah. Is that you don't believe fucking anything. No, I really don't. Yeah. Which is harmful to society to not be able to believe anything. And there's more and more people feeling that way a lot. Right? It, I like, don't that's feel it's harmful. Fuck yeah, it's harmful. How is it harmful? Fuck yes. The, the, the fact that you can't believe a, a fucking game changing antibiotic changed. I mean, it changed the fucking world. I'm not saying it like, one the, time the fact it that wasn't you can, great. The fact that you can go cut your knee and then go to the doctor and get a prescription that you can take for two weeks. And that's the difference between losing your leg and not. I don't believe it's the same drug it was at one time. See? There. I'm just saying. I mean, you breed in the corruption and the money and it would be cheaper to fill it with fillers and artificial this and cheaper that. And boom, you're making extra $3 off every pill. Oh. (laughs) Oh my God, Jessica. I'm just being honest. I mean... Okay, so you see how you were a victim of this. I know I am. Right, like, you're so far fucking out on on anything being good. It's like, the, the fact that I say the reason modern medicine exists the way that it does is because it's based on things working consistently. I mean, there's That's always... There's always There's always though. a percentage of things that don't work. It's right? not mine. It's failed me more times than it hasn't repeatedly over and over and over. Yeah, so your personal experience. Why would experience, I keep doing it? So, so, like, you would rather focus on a micro data point, okay, than a macro data point. What do you mean? So, when you can look at populations that have gotten increasingly healthier because of, you know, fucking antibiotics i don't tell other people not to take stuff i'm not saying you you shouldn't take, i mean i'm not saying that but i'm saying you're at such a point that you can't you feel like you can't believe that a like world changing drug is good i believe there's other alternatives for it that might not do as much harm but you won't say a drug is what? like you you won't believe that something that is obviously good is good no i'm not saying it's not good i'm just saying there's other alternatives yeah there can be other alternatives I but a lot of the plane... look a lot of the time they don't work as well hang on because i can't hear you because of the plane okay okay now what did you say a lot of the times they don't work as well no a lot of the times the they can help no a lot of the times if a person yeah because you're not going to get an argument out of me that they do put fillers in medicine sometimes medicine was created to mimic what plants and herbs do though yeah and you know what they did they found the thing in the plant that makes it better they amplified the effect of it and then they made a drug out of it so why not go to the source and eliminate 
the middleman. Because the drug will be exponentially more effective and efficient in And that's how you that. get things like superbugs that are antibiotic resistant. Yeah, because they abuse the way that the antibiotics were used. Right. Yeah. So you're not going to... I'm not arguing with that. <laughs> I'm not arguing... But you, like, you're, you're so at the point where you're like, no, they won't use... Uh, like I won't, I won't use a fucking antibiotic because I they abuse. Even take a Tylenol. Exactly. Like fuck that. No. Listen, I understand not taking a Tylenol, right? Okay, Especially. So how is that okay, but not an antibiotic? Because a Tylenol is an over. It's for fucking headaches. Okay, but knowing my history with a combined total of twelve months of IV antibiotics, you can't understand why I wouldn't want to put more into my system. I understand why you wouldn't want to put more into your system. You specifically. Right. But you also won't say that the existence of antibiotics is a good thing. It can be good for some people at some times. Yes. They're usually good. I won't go usually. They're usually good. I won't I won't yeah, give on usually. They absolutely are. You can say that. They're that's usually fine. good if you go and you have a fucking cut on your leg from Okay, we live in the south, right? Mm-hmm. People hunt a lot here and they dress the animals that they kill, right? right? So they skin them, they take the meat off of them themselves. A lot of times, I mean plenty of times I've seen people who if two people were working together maybe one you know they have it hung from a meat rack or something mm-hmm. and one person's cutting off a piece of meat the other one's holding the the carcass steady mm-hmm. right one person might be trying to go too fast and they cut the hand of the other person yeah okay you go to the fucking doctor after that like you need antibiotics because you don't know what so what you're not getting is I am all in favor of of modern medicine in most emergency situations. I will give it to you that our modern medicine is set up if you have cut off a limb, if you're having a heart attack, if you had a gunshot. Hell yes, I would go to the emergency room. Otherwise, no. Yeah, well, those are emergencies. That's what the emergency room's for. But I'm saying, like, I wouldn't seek medical attention outside of an emergency situation because I don't have faith in the medical system outside of emergency care. Okay, so the system is a different thing than just taking an antibiotic, though. Right? And I understand someone like you who was put on long-term antibiotics, right? They've never been meant to be used that way. No, they're not. I mean, but... And if that's that's their best guess... Because that's how... There are some treatments out there for Lyme disease, even though there's been studies that says that it will not conceal, it will not get rid of your persistent, that it can help some people. So I don't want to feel like I'm like coming on mic and saying you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. You should do whatever the fuck you feel like is right for your life. I personally feel it's not right for mine. That's all yeah, it is. But you should probably start with the thing that has been demonstrated to be most effective for most people. I did, and it failed me. That it failed you, right? But there are a lot of people who will get Lyme disease and they'll take a round of antibiotics and a month later they're fine. Well, when my and mom's what, friend the, had the, the stat, bullseye. What's the stat? Like twenty percent you said 20% get chronic, get chronic. Lyme? Mm-hmm. Okay. So eighty percent 
don't. And that's if it's caught early. That's not like if it's been long. But even my mom's friend that had the bullseye rash this summer, as soon as I saw the rash, I told her, go to the doctor immediately, demand at least two months of antibiotics, period. Okay. I'm not opposed to it for immediate emergency situations, which in my mind, Lyme is just as big as cutting off your fucking limb. So I'm okay with it in that. If you've got something that is more than that, it's always failed me. It just has. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. The 80% is the evidence that those treatments work. And that's okay? if we're stu- trusting and the statistics. And then more needs to be done to accommodate for the 20%. Right. Which is what we're doing here. Exactly. Right. But like, when you, because you've had such misfortune with that system, it doesn't mean that the system is inherently bad. It can be very broken at very many levels, but the reason it exists the way that it exists is because it's been proven time and time again to work more for more people. I disagree. How, how do you disagree because with the 80 Because modern medicine hasn't been around as long as some of these other practices that have been proven for eons of time. This modern medicine is very new and has been made, mistakes have been made throughout it because they're still figuring this shit out. And I cannot put my faith in something 100% when at one time it was okay to label a woman with hysteria and jerk her off in a fucking doctor's room or chop off half her brain. Like, that's the kind of system that, that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, and progress has been made. It's steadily progressing. No, and I don't, I feel like don't. I don't. It, it's yeah. It's mm-hmm. always working to improve upon itself. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. And just because it's not perfect, because there's twenty percent, doesn't it's mean. Just, I don't. I feel like it fails more than twenty percent of people. That's just because the, th- those are the people you talk to. Because you, you you exist Within in that, that space. That's almost your whole life. Yeah, is talking to people who it's failed. Yeah, it is. So you can't see how your sample bias is a little fucked up. I mean, yeah, I can give you that. Yeah. But can't you see on the same hand how yours is as well? No, because the data support it. No, you've been fortunate enough to be one of those people. If you got sick, you went to the doctor and you got better. I haven't ever. Of course, it's okay. I haven't ever had to be really sick, right? But I'm saying okay. But that's my point: is that you've never had to go through the cycle of where you go to the doctor, you go, you go, you go, you go. I've got twenty, thirty doctors' names in my phone book on my cell phone, and I've only had that phone probably five years. Yeah. I mean, so someone like you that hasn't gone in the depths of it as a patient, not as an advocate for it, you don't know the belly of the beast. Yeah, but I've been with patients. I've been with cancer patients who try one thing and it doesn't work, and then try another thing and it doesn't work, and they keep throwing shit at the wall until something sticks. And the the patient that I'm thinking about went through fucking hell. That's because people care about cancer patients, Seth. Doctors, there's a whole huge hospitals where you don't even have to pay money to go and get treatment no one gives a flying fuck if it's outside of cancer i'm, I'm just telling it's you the not, truth <laughs> yeah, yeah they do yeah, it doesn't they, seem like yeah they absolutely do okay for things like okay dementia people they, they're working hard on dementia okay depression has really started getting a lot right 
uh, PTSD, those type of things. They got entire institutes set up to work on those things now, developing drugs to help. And they are helping. Things they're they're making progress in those areas. I don't and see just the like they'll start. About. I mean, just like Doctor Sappy, mm-hmm. right? Okay, if the first thing that she found looked like it was going to work, right? Say the stevia extract thing, okay? Like that it was the home home run we hoped for. Yeah, yeah. But then you found out that taking doses of stevia extract after, you know, five years causes tumors to grow. Mm-hmm. That could happen. It could. That could happen. It very right? well could. And then people will jump up and say, see, they've intentionally given me fucking cancer. Mm-hmm. Which is and why do you, I think it's a would system you, you would you shouldn't that trust of that, because there of, hasn't of that, been enough time. Of that researcher. Would you believe that? Would I believe what? That she intentionally developed a drug to give people cancer. No, because I know her. That's what I'm saying. You know me. Right. And I know... And a veritable fuckload of science people. I feel right? like you're the anomalies. I'm though. not. I'm not. It feels like it is. I'm not. It feels like it is for you because your sample bias is so, so, so far skewed. And you have a meta conspiracy that you don't at least kind of <laughs> believe. I haven't found a rabbit I don't like to chase. Exactly. Right. So while I'm saying every. Piece I mean, of your every little bit of your experience is valid. Okay, right? that's about to say Hold every on, like yeah. every single grain of what you've been through is valid. But just because you have been utterly failed, right, doesn't mean that the entire system is a failure, and it doesn't mean that the system's perfect everywhere else. I'd be happy to be proved wrong. You are being proved wrong no, every day. No, I'm not. You are. Seth, you've you've seen you've heard my experiences with doctors. I mean, I've heard like, your your experiences. So how do with you, doctors? How do you, how do you? I've what heard other. Look, I've heard yours, and I trust you. That there are thousands of other people that you are in contact with who are going through it just as bad, if not worse. Right. Okay. I don't disagree with that, and I feel for those people, and I feel for you. So what other? arrival point is someone like me that's been felt so appallingly okay i would say what am i supposed to arrive at let's pause and so i know me bringing up cancer hits a fucking nerve with you because you (laughs) strongly advocate that lyme patients should be treated with the same respect as cancer patients they should be and i say all patients should be treated with the same respect period they should okay now Mm cancer is just the disease in vogue right now yeah give it a decade two maybe and that'll go down something else will come up mm-hmm. right but cancer it's cancer especially is so easy to point at because there's all kinds of little bald kids running around you mm-hmm. know and it it's a disease you can see much easier right i mean you even have that shirt that says even my disease is invisible mm-hmm. right so magical even my disease is invisible exactly yeah so People react to that shit. Yeah. And we're not in a system that values things that the market doesn't value, which is not the way that it should be. Right. So just because the system's broken in that way doesn't mean that the stories of these cancer kids aren't 
very good um, pictures of this, right? Because like I said, I've been very up close and personal and seen how treatments weren't working and how people have... I mean, the person that I'm thinking about was so debilitated by the treatment, not the disease, that this person lost the ability to walk for like a year. Mm-hmm. Was in a wheelchair, thought thought they were paralyzed for life. Yeah. Right? And then they found a way to treat it, and the cancer went into remission, and even that healed up. I know people with Lyme that that's happened with. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and and that's, so that was in a, in a research hospital setting, right? They were throwing the best things that they currently knew of at the wall, right? And as those things don't work as well, they try other things. And then once those other things give you the results you need, that's what works, right? And you can, you can do that with the way that you treat too. That's what you have done, mm-hmm. right? So just because they were doing it with drugs doesn't, I mean, doesn't parse it out saying it's only bad. I'm not saying it's only bad. I'm just saying not for me. Not for you. Not for me. But you won't acknowledge the fundamental truth that good comes from that system because you are so hard against that system. Yeah. (laughs) And it's a fundamental truth. I mean, I disagree. Yeah. See? And you, like, the data, the big data show that it's a better system. Now, look, I say before a person becomes very sick, before a person becomes very, very sick, they should do things the way that you do. Yeah. Right? Because that's the shit that'll stop you from getting sick. Right. And when the system has failed you as hard as it has, I completely understand you going off in your own direction and finding things that work for you. But when you go that hard against a system that's proven time and time again for the 80% to say this is an inherently negative system is is just wrong I mean I'm not out like with you're pretty, hard, signs you're pretty and... fucking hard on it like you go pretty all the times I've sat out here and talked to you and you just are just like fuck them and their fucking poison that they're peddling yeah. and all of this shit and I'm like yeah there's a lot of bad shit that happens there is but zoom out more people are getting helped than hurt I mean that's easy to say when you're not the collateral damage yeah it is mm-hmm. because you can look at it much more objectively because you haven't lived the repercussions of the other side yeah, and we're that's not going to agree on that's, this. Yeah, this. That's what makes you objective. Happen. That's that's what makes you so bad at parsing that out. I'm not bad at parsing it out. I just won't say that medicine is good. Medicine that works more of the time than it doesn't. The only things that I hold fast on, like my core convictions, are the things that I've experienced firsthand. That's one of them. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to budge on that. If it's worked for other people, that's fucking great. I'm over the moon for you. 
if you got sick tomorrow and wanted to go modern medicine route, I'd go to every fucking doctor's appointment with you. Yeah, and I'd certainly start that way, and I would be open to the alternatives as well, right? Because and in I my mind, I was open at one time, Seth. That's what I know. You're not, I know you were, but there you was were, a whole decade. It failed you. Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't fail people. I'm saying it help. It it doesn't fail more people than it does. Okay. Whew. Well, <laughs> this is really not what we thought this was going to be. I had no idea you were going to like bust I didn't my ass and roast me for almost an hour. Shit. Yeah, I didn't expect it. I didn't either. Ooh, you got some pent up mercury retrograde going on. Okay. It's okay. the last day. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it's the last day of well, retrograde. That's good. That's good. That's good. Has it been an hour? Almost. We're at 40, 53. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, here we have a perfectly <laughs> crystallized example of uh, just how fucking damaging this not knowing what's true or not is. Because, I mean, you and I have almost been arguing. The whole time. Like, and we're very close. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's even crazier is we come much closer on most of these issues than it sounds like it does i mean we really are we've talked about we've parsed we've, them we've out talked specifics. about some of the some of your more you know some of the things you go harder on that i'm like very on the opposite end of mm-hmm. and we still find out that we end up a lot more close we're more than middle ground like. on things we can yeah. find more common ground than we don't yeah we really do and that's god we need more of that like two people to be able to have such different views on something to be able to come together argue it out and be like okay man that was cool yeah <laughs> Ooh, i'm gonna get so much hate too why oh for this oh from this <laughs> for audience this? the people who are gonna oh. listen to this <laughs> yeah oh this is gonna be good yeah mm-hmm. and yeah so as usual i guess i'll throw out about 43 disclaimers <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a terrible person i'm not a terrible person <laughs> I'm not. You're not. I'm really not. I'm, You're not. I try to be a very compassionate person. You are. Um, but really, I, I mean, I, I stand on this hill strongly. And I stand on mine just as strong. And we respect each other for it. Exactly. And, of course, to all of all of the people who will, will listen to this and all of the people who will be right there with you, mm-hmm. listen, I am very sorry it turned out the way it has. Yeah. I mean... It's a goddamn shame. It really is. And it it shouldn't. It really shouldn't. And it's something I do believe will get better. I do too. I, I really I, I really can even do. give you that. Yeah. Like, I can give you that. In the last five years, I've seen improvement just for my community. I can't wait to see what the next five years looks like. Well, you know, it's like um it's like you told me how a lot of people relate the Lyme movement to the AIDS movement. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people will certainly fucking try to take exception with that, saying you're appropriating the struggle mm-hmm. of the people who went went through that. And that's not the motive behind that at all. It's not at all. It's not. It's it's really trying to relate in a big way. It is. It's identifying with the dismissal of it mm-hmm. and with watching your friends waste way around you and you're helpless. Like... I identify so much with any of the AIDS movies, the movies, the documentaries, anything like that. God, I didn't expect to get like 
choked up. But to see the struggle in the people that survived it and to see like that pain of knowing all these people that passed from it and if something would have been done maybe they could still be here like that's something that strikes a very very familiar chord in me as it should and as it should that's it's not trying to appropriate anyone's struggle or devalue whatever it's identifying with the pain and the emotion that those people went through and admiring and respecting the organization and change that they made happen. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it'll even get more analogous with the way that people view. So a lot of, a lot of the denying of the AIDS movement was obviously homophobia. Right. Right. I think a big problem with the way that a lot of people look at, chronic Lyme stuff is that while it's it's not something you can put that romantic certainly isn't the word I want but there is like a an easier heartstring to to pull on when it's like this is a group of people who just want to love the people that they love right and they're being discriminated medically against because people think that's just what you get Mm -hmm. right and a lot of people now I think see people who heal quickly if they get Lyme and they're like, well, there's the evidence right there. The 80% is the evidence that works against you. Yeah, it is. Right? It really so is. The 20%, the very unfortunate, those of you who are within the 20%, you get labeled very cruelly by people who want to think maybe that you're trying to get a disability check. You're trying to just mooch off the system saying I have this thing that won't even be properly researched. Right. I mean, 20% of over 400,000 people a year is still a lot. lot. It's a lot. And in in no way am I trying to... uh, It sounded like I was minimizing that number, probably, but that's a fucking huge number. Look, 20% is a devastating margin of error. Yeah, it is. And it needs to be corrected. I'm confident that it will be corrected through organizations like Lime uh, Warrior and I almost said Lime Wire. <laughs> uh, yeah, not Lime Wire. No, not Lime Wire. Um, through organizations doing that type of work, we will move in a better direction so that maybe we won't have to have an entire population of people completely dis- disenfranchised in the way that you've become. I want it to be. I want it I want Lyme to become to the point where it's just I had Lyme disease I'm better like it's just yeah part of it like, like everything yeah like like so many other diseases like having the sh- flu yeah I mean, like having like, the flu yeah I had about a Lyme disease last year it's no big deal I'm good now yeah that would be excellent I would that's gonna be the day like yeah that will be the day mm-hmm. so this did I thought we were gonna be laughing this whole time no, we were arguing. <laughs> we, we never we argue. Were. No, I think it's the microphones that did it to us. And the distance. Yeah, we're further away from each other than usual. And I've had a lot of energy today after feeling like an editing goddess. You are an editing goddess. Yeah. High five. Thank Kudos. You. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but what do you say we wrap up? I guess so. All right. Insert. Well, awkward ending. Yeah, yeah. Bye, everybody. So... Right after we got off mic. (laughs) Literally right after. Literally right after we got off mic and started breaking down the 
a subject a subject we had been talking about before we started recording came up and with the direction that the content of this episode went we thought it was uh, probably a good thing to mention why i especially feel as compelled to to go with what's you know scientifically recognized over a lot of alternative treatments right which is which is scams exactly yeah <laughs> so there there are a lot of really legitimate very good alternative treatments there that are. that help people a lot especially you know ones that mimic um medicines uh but they might be herbal based treatments mm-hmm. and things that you know get you moving more and reducing inflammation and fixing your diet and things like that i right. mean these are these are all things you should be doing anyway definitely but when people start doing them once they're already sick and they start getting better big strides get made right unquestionably but a lot of the time <laughs> <laughs> there there are these these people who recognize that there are a lot of individuals like my delightful co-host here who are just looking for something because that the the system that I've argued so in favor of today has failed in a way that's completely beyond the pale. Yeah, you're when you're desperate you get taken advantage of and you'll open your mind up to things that you never thought in a million years you'd ever consider doing ever. Right. And because of that, there are a lot of people who will jump up and say, look, I have this thing. Mm-hmm. I have this thing. And I'll use a bunch of words that sound like they're real science and they're not real science. Yeah. And I mean, look, a lot of this stuff hasn't been as as, as well researched as it should, but a lot of it can hold up if you do research A lot it. of it couldn't be researched. Yeah. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, and a lot of it's because I have been taken advantage of by it. I mean, I've been taken advantage of... Several times. Yeah, and by all sides of the medical community. Right. Which is probably why I prefer to mix up some kind of potion up in my bedroom and take it over going to a doctor. And look, I've seen your... uh if we're going to go with potions, then potions. I mean, we okay. can call them potions. What the hell else? You brew it. Yeah. <laughs> you ferment it. You mix herbs. Sounds like a fucking potion to me. Sure, sure. I've seen the ones that you make, and I support those fully, right? Right. I, it I have mimics no, what medicine would do. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. no issue with that stuff. Uh, I know that there's plenty of it where the medicines are, I mean, like we said earlier, the medicines are based on what the plants did originally right. anyway. Um, the just a real, real pernicious problem with with that holistic community, though, is that it's people find good ways to scam people who are desperate. They really do, yeah. And uh, if you're one of those people, I hope you die in a fucking fire. I do too. Uh, really, a really. very slow fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do too. Spontaneously combust. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, and another another thing that really worries me is. And and this kind of goes to the heart of what we were talking about before the uh, podcast started, is how because people are so desperately seeking those things out, um, a person you know who could be like you, who's you know a major advocate for this community, you know, and has been working with Lime Warrior for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. Lime Warrior 
the real purpose of Lime Warrior is to funnel money into good research, right? right? And if Lime Warrior were to connect their name to a company that didn't, that wasn't scrupulous, right? right? Was taking advantage of people and were spouting off, you know, pseudoscience type things, that could damage the relationship of the researchers. Well, we do a lot of research with the researchers that we decide to back. Like, we dig into who they are as a person, where their heart lies, you know, like the motivations behind them right. and things like that before we'll even lend our name to that. Exactly. Yeah. I just, that's the kind of thing that I really fear mm-hmm. uh, with, with especially in a population like this that is driven toward a holistic uh, treatment plan so frequently. Yeah, they are. Um, because a lot of those holistic things will be very good. But man, like I really would hate to see good research being done, getting its reputation tarnished because, you know, its funding source is connected to something that's not legitimate. Yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. I mean... And that's that's really the thing that upsets me most about this post-truth kind of situation, right? Mm -hmm. The not being able to recognize, you know what's real and what's not yeah. in so many cases because a real important work can be damaged from all the confusion and new medical discoveries do usually start as they usually know, like start out pretty rocky. fringe yeah you know so it's easy to believe that i strongly believe that the cure for lyme disease is going to be found in someone's garage lab like <laughs> hey I, I would I'm love just that convinced. i would love that it's going to be somebody that just that has tried everything like me and goes, you know what? I am going to try crunching those fucking deer antlers up and yeah. making a tea. That was the that was the funniest treatment you ever told me. <laughs> crunching Look, the deer antlers up and making logic, a tea. It I can argue a really good point for it. I don't know that the antibodies would be in the antlers of the deer. Why would it not? Well, for one, that's dead tissue. But the bone marrow inside. I don't know if that's still alive. It would be when I wanted it. Like, Dad was ready to go out. Okay, you need antlers? <laughs> I'll get you antlers. For one thing, that's probably not going to hurt. Probably <laughs> right? not. If you're doing that yourself, that's probably not going to hurt anything other than the fact that, I mean, probably make sure to cook that bone marrow pretty well, right? Yeah. Uh, it made sense in my head. Look, you know. It could I be would, the cure. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say it's not right. Uh, I'd love to see that study. That's what I'll say. I'd like to say. see the research. Yes, on that. I would love to see the research on that. I don't have any yet. I need my okay. garage lab. You need your garage lab. I need my garage. We need lab. to send it. You know, to someone who really knows what they're doing, who can design I sure an experiment shit well. Don't. Right. YouTube but, scientists over here. You know, I think we've. We've made the made the point we wanted to with our little addition here. I think so. Yeah. I mean We we really we, we care a lot about this stuff. We really do. And that's why we get so fired up about it. Yeah. It really is. So once again. Signing off. <laughs> hoping everyone's well. Awkward ending number two. We're we're gonna leave the other one in. <laughs> we're gonna leave the other one in. Yeah. It's too much work. I'm just leaving that shit. Sorry guys. <laughs> you can you can really like start the music up. You've been sitting here. Uh, practicing for a TED talk for what seems like 10 minutes. It's already awkward. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of liking it. I think we've just about reached our time. I think we have. 
So, yeah. all right, everybody, go out there, get the information you need. We, we have no information on said family. <laughs> we have no information on anything. We know nothing. <laughs> uh, we look forward to talking to you next time. See you next time, guys. <laughs>